This is an ohs.com.au production. Welcome to episode 21 of the Australian Health and Safety Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi and today I'm joined with Guy... I'm not sure how to pronounce your surname. Is it Lenore? Was that right? Lenoir. Lenoir. Oh, lovely. It sounds yes. uh, very French. Is that is that your background? or? Yes, yeah. Heritage is certainly um, French and a, and, a, and a few other bits and pieces in there as well, mate. Bit of a mongrel. Um, yeah. but just think of Renoir the painter and you just put an L in front and it's Lenoir. Lenoir. Got it. Got it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit. I know you've been involved with safety for quite a number of years. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey, how you, I guess, got fell into the world of safety? Um, well, both I into the um, workforce in about 1983 and I got into mining in about 1987. Um, yep. I was a machine operator, um, process operator. I worked through the Southern Cross and the Northeast Goldfields, Kalgoorlie area. Um, black black flag. Um, and it was actually when I was working out at um, Broad Arrow, uh, I was working out there as a fitter, and I started getting involved in mines rescue. Uh, I had my first aid and occupational first aid certificate. I I I'd already had a sort of a bent towards safety because everyone when everyone seemed to get hurt, they always came to me to come and get something get themselves fixed up. Was that because of your, your like your your first aid, or it was just? Yeah, that it was solely just first aid. And that, that that was very much the thinking in the, in in those days. Is that safety first aid? That they're, they're the same thing, whereas they're not. Yeah. One's one's a reaction to the other. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, my my manager at the time, he actually died from mesothelioma from his exposure up at Whittenham, but um. I'm very grateful for him for giving me a start, but he saw in me that I had the potential to be to be something different, more 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 than more than just being a fitter. And yep. he encouraged me to do some safety courses and 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 the like. And um, he was the one that nominated me to become the safety officer for MMC management. So okay, and um, but like I said, I've got I got involved in mines rescue. Um, uh, I, I was then headhunted out by um, National Mine Management at the time by yeah. a fellow by the name of Andy McDonald, and I got involved with Black Flag Mines Rescue. And yeah. um, it was actually during one of those events, you know, I, I, we actually had to do a, a recovery, yeah. um, which was which left a quite indelible mark on me. Uh, in the sense that it took a long time to recover the person due to having to stabilise the backs and everything. And yeah. more so to the fact I knew the fellow as well. Um, and he was a young bloke, not not long married, had a baby, and um, only, only a week or so ago I was having a beer with him, and now we were recovering him. And and that, that's what... And so, so it was a really emotional... Yeah. Period there. Um, that, that's in the day where we didn't think about u- using um, psychologists and the like. It was more 
oh, let's get over it, let's go and have a barbecue, have a beer and talk about it sort of thing. Um, so the, the therapy was just getting drunk. Well, <laughs> that, 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 that seems to be the way. It? I, I think I think sometimes it's still the way with, 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 with some people, they hide it. So, so, what, so what happened What happened with... Can, can you talk about that rescue? What actually happened? Well, you... well, well, um, well it's basically a slab came out from the backs because it wasn't t- wasn't tight and had, didn't have roof bolts in, and um, he got squished. Oh, that was was it a fatality? It was a fatality. Yeah, yeah, that's why oh, I said God. it. Was, it yeah, was yeah. There's no way we could save him, but. It just took a long time to get to him because we couldn't advance because the ground was unstable. So the back of, of the roof of a, of a um, underground mine, basically. And so, do you think that was sort of like a real turning point for you personally to advance more into a career in safety? Oh, most definitely. That 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 that, that was my that, that was my real trigger. That, yeah, a, you know, and and that scar's still with me. It's never left me. It's still, it's yeah. still um, probably probably detected from my voice change there. It still has yeah. that in me. Yeah. Um, but um, the whole point of getting so yeah, yeah, got to go and save so save lives, you know. So yeah, one of those real passionate crusader types, you know. Um, um, certainly mellowed over the years, but still very passionate about it as well. Um, hence why we formed the business back in 1996 to be a difference. And so, so your your business is called Switched On Safety. SOS Switched On to Safety. SOS Switched On Safety. So Switch On to Safety, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. tell us a little bit about what the... And you've been going, you said, since 1996, so it's, it's uh, coming up to, well, almost up to 25 years in a couple of years' time. What 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 do you do? How do you help companies? Well, in, in a, well, in a num- in in a number of ways, um, we do a lot of contact management. So we're auditors. So we audit audit for companies um, on how their contacts are performing, how that how they're meeting legislative requirements as such. Yep. Um, yep. I do a bit of mentoring as well. Um, but mentoring supervisors, not mentoring safety people per se, but mentoring supervisors because um, a, a safety person is, is 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 an advisor, is guidance, is assistance. It's, it, it's not. It, it's what I term a paraprofessional. We support the engineers, the metallurgists, the supervisors. It's it's it's. it's, it's it's not it's not an ivory tower position personally. It's a field based position where, where you, you you put on the um overalls, you stick on your danger tag, you get underneath the bogger or the machine or in in, in, in into the workplace and you work with the people. And I've I have i have had that privilege of coming from 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 the from the Workshop floor, basically, and yeah. work myself through. Um, so I, you're not I, just you're I, not just talking about in not just talking about stuff in theoretical terms. You've actually been there on the coalface, and you understand absolutely. what ha- what actually happens in reality. A- absolutely. So I've, I've I've seen it bad, but um, I I haven't sort of 
I have an innate ability, ability to actually see things. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's it's like a picture, really. If, if 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 you're in a picture, you can't see the picture itself, you because you're one of the pixels. Yeah. Um, you, it, you've got to have the ability to step outside of the picture so that you can see the whole what is going on and what yep. those relations and interactions that are occurring out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, and, yeah. and so, are you working mainly in mining still, or are you you've gone much broader um, than that now? No, I I diversified um, out out of mining. Um, we have a, a we have a number of public and that uh, that state government um, state government panel contracts. So yep. assist assist in in that light there, as well as private companies as well. Um, we do a lot what what they term gap analysis um, mm-hmm. or. But it's really just developing action plans for organisations and, and, and the techniques to achieve, um, well, legislative compliance. Um, a lot, a lot of people I come across in the industry, um, uh, they think their system's the law, but the system is not the law. The system's the way we go about meeting the legislative requirements. Yeah. So uh, how, how do you go, like a, Often, I guess, come across companies and they have policies and procedures, and they all look nice and beautiful. And you know, they, they might be ISO accredited or you know um, other accreditations, but then there seems to be a gap between you know these policies and procedures that sit on a shelf and what's actually happening in reality. How, how do you help companies, I guess, take that step to make sure that what they say they do is actually what they're doing in reality. Well, that, 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 is, that is one of the significant challenges is the wallpaper on the wall and converting what's, what that wallpaper says to, you know, um, it, it, it's all nice fluffy airy stuff that they say, but do they actually walk the talk? And, 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 and so I, I, I approach it from that area. So I, I run a program where I actually go out with senior management, um, yep. like directors. Um, they're not known to the people on projects and stuff. And we, it's a bit like that um, TV show um, that 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 um, the bosses one, where the bosses yep. go out to the workplace and see what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. It's a bit like that one, but um, undercover boss, there. I think that's called, isn't it? What's it called, sorry? The the undercover boss. That's it. That's the one, right? <laughs> so, but it's it's not meant to be. A, it, it, it's not to catch people or anything like that. It's actually to see the reality of what's going on, the, the pressures that people are under out in the workplace. Because you know we, we have this pressure of um, paperwork, and 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 a colleague coins it the term paper safe. And it's, and, it's, and it's so apt that term paper safe. And paper will not make you safe. Yeah. Having knowledge and and knowing what you are doing, and it's how we how we um, apply lessons learned to to our, our our younger people working in the industries as well. So they're they're not getting the bad habits 
So mm. one of the things is um, for me to you know, to accept a safety shortcut is like me um, is is decreasing the value of your life. It's just not going to happen. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so we got we got our into the field with, with, with the um, with the bosses, so to speak, and um, we just we just go and have a look and see what is really going on, what are the interactions going on, and um, and show, show the actual disconnect between the systems and and the reality of what people are actually doing in the workplace. Um, for instance, I did an audit um, not that long ago, and there was, um, but although I wasn't with a boss, it was it was a um, second party audit I was doing on behalf of a principal. And the the contractor um, said all the right things in their safety plan or anything, but it was not evident out in 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 the field. And I actually picked up some not some good work practices, well, basically unsafe work practices, um, not tying back pilings to to when they're moving moving them and everything. And, mm. I, and I and I said to them, you know. You've really got to think about these things. You know, you've got, you're teaching young people here. You're an old hand who's under a lot of pressure. They're undermanned, under-resourced as well. And yeah. so, so, so I can see that, but that's not the excuse. And, um, and, I, and, I, and it really bothered me. It bothered me so much that I didn't, even, I didn't sleep very well but the weekend after the audit. But such that I actually um, wrote an email to the project director about, about about my concerns and stuff because they didn't seem to be taking me that seriously on site. Mm. Um, and the unfortunate things I got I got I got a call about four hours later that an, an incident had occurred on site, and um, one of the blokes had lost his lower leg in a in a traumatic incident. And, oh gosh! And it, and it was from actually something that I. I'd actually picked up mm. um, that, that I'd observed and that I'd, I'd informed them about. But um, there, there's, there's such a right rush to get the job done to meet the the timeline, you know, the timeline that's on the wall that we've got mm. at this stage at this stage, and and um, sometimes we set a rod for our back that that is not achievable. It, it, it looks like it works on paper, but in real in real life. Things happen. Delivery mm. is light. So how how do you advise? I mean, I guess that's the challenge for um, some businesses is well for every business really balancing the safety and commerciality of their operations so that everyone wins. Well, that that that, that that's the eternal challenge. That is, otherwise we you know because there's no new incidents. You know, we see the same things occur year in, year out. Um, mm. I have a bit of a bent towards this silicosis and black lung and pneumonicosis side of things at the moment. Is that we actually had eradicated that out of, out of all, most of our industries during the 70s and early 80s. Mm. And, now, and now we're in the 21st century and it's reared its head in a very ugly way. Where we've got twenty-eight-year-olds dying from silicosis, and and yet it's a, it, 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 it's something that we've known about since 
Greek times, Aristotle, basically. So, so just, just let's go into that a little bit, Guy, for people that don't know about silicosis. Tell us about what, what that is and, and what's happening at the moment. Well, basically silicosis is, well, silicon, that's, that's mainly the Earth's crust, so quartz or the, or, or, or the rest of silicious material. Um, so you look at your cement, you look at your bricks and, and the dust, there. So the dust you see is not is not the dust that bothers you because that's the that's the dust that gets collected by your mucous membranes and your and your and and your, and you blow out and everything. It's the fine dust that gets down into your lungs and actually scars your lungs and actually mm. and, and damages the tissue and actually causes hardening within the lungs. That's silicosis in itself. It, it's different to asbestos. Yep. Um, so how, how is it that we we managed to eradicate it, and then now it's come back? That seems that seems really odd. Well, I have a guy theory on that one, and then that's simply we we are not we are not applying lessons learned. We mm. we are not we are not um, even though it's in law. You know, we, we've got the you know we're a bit fractured in this country in the sense that. You know, for some reason, each state thinks they're different, but we're all the same, really. I, I, I don't understand why we just don't have one law that covers the whole of Australia. Um, uh, uh, they're trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to do that. Well, the UK has got it, and the UK are a lot smaller than us, but, but you think the UK has got three to four times the size workforce of us, and yeah. yet they have, they have half the fatalities of us. Right. Okay. You know? So, so, so that, that that's got to be a red herring there straight away, you know. Saying that. Do you, do you think it's our geographical size? Is that what makes us different to say the UK, or or do you think we're just a little bit, you know, immature in our uh, our thinking? No, I think well, one ge- geography is a perception thing because it, it, it doesn't matter the the, the person who's sandblast shop creating or sandblasting or whatever in Queensland is no difference to the one that's sandblasting shop creating over in, in WA. So so it's perceptive wise, but I actually think it's um, I think we're quite immature. Yeah. In 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 how we approach these things is that. We, it, I, I, I think there's an, an element of self-preservation in that that people don't want to rock the boat as well. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to. Um, you know, they have a mortgage, they have a family, so so you have that safety security concept running in the back. Your your self-preservation side of thing running in the back of your mind. And I think that's where my difference is. Is that. Um, I was told basically I was too strong when I when I went for job interviews. I was too strong, and hence why I formed formed the business SOS. So, and it's you not mean you mean strong in your strong in your opinions about how safety well, should be run? Well, strong in my point of view in the sense that are we doing this the best way we can without yep. the health and safety of someone? Yeah, uh, and yes, it might take half an hour longer to do something but you know what we get the job done right the first time with that and and not affecting anybody else yep yep so so but that, that, that's where i come from um 
suppose it's like stepping on toes. Um, I, I don't have a problem with stepping on toes. Where, yeah. where people, it, it's a value set. And, and to me, that's all social health is. It's a value set. It, 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 it's the values we place in ourselves. You know? Well, it, so, it, it's, it sounds like you're in the right um, line of work, really, because, I mean, that's what companies are engaging you for, to pick up stuff. Um, and, you you know, you give them the information, you point out what you found, and I guess it's up to them to act upon that. Well, we, we, we use that. We, we, we say that, but what I like to do is I actually like to um, have the people with me when I'm going around so that they have the understanding. So yeah. they share that and then they're not repeating those things as well. And and, and being in safety is not just about pointing out where, where we're not doing it well. It's also about pointing out it's where we are doing it well as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. I mean, there's often that perception of just focusing on the negative, but yeah, of course, there's positives as well. Yeah, most definitely, and um, and it's also acknowledging people that 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 they are doing it well, because that 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 gives people a sense of fulfilment. And, yeah, and 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 they're, they're they're more likely to continue acting in that way as well. Whereas um, if, if you it's like in the old days, you know, I'd, I'd be down the whole underground and I'd get a job done quickly and the, and the shift boss knew how I did that, did that quickly and didn't gave me a pat on the back. But it was yep. me that was taking the risk. Yep. Uh, when I shouldn't have really been taking that risk to get that job done that quickly. Yep, I understand. So, um, Guy, we're going to wrap up the interview now. That was very. Uh, that time went very, very quickly. Um, we've just got a few short questions to ask you before we uh, wrap up. Um, how old are you? I'm 53, mate. And then what? 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 Uh, what do you like to do to keep active or fit? Um, well. My, my time, I, I live on five acres, mate, so I, I actually like being in, in nature and in a nice, calm environment. I'll, I actually go and sit and lean against a tree and feel the life that's around me. Yeah. A um, little, little bit more spiritual, that, 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 that side of things. Yeah, that sounds, almost sounds like a meditation in itself, really, isn't it? Oh, most definitely. Um, I've seen some horrible things in my life, mate, and I've and I've dealt with some very horrible people as well, and um, quite toxic actually. And um, uh, and and we don't look after ourselves very well. We don't look after our health, and yeah. I'm not I'm not just talking about from the physical side of things. It's our mental health is 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 very important. And, yeah. And, it's, that's how we approach things, and and these are also the considerations that we have to have within the workplace. Is that you know something's going can be going on in that person's life, and they can't, but they might not be a hundred percent thinking on that job. Mm. So uh, on that note, how many hours sleep are you getting each night? I don't get much sleep at all, mate. <laughs> I don't. I just yeah, I, I I probably average about. Uh, five hours of sleep. Okay, okay. And then finally, if people want to visit 
Do you have a website? Or how, how can people get in contact with you oh, guys? Oh, most definitely. Um, we're very much into knowledge sharing, so they'll certainly they'll, they'll find find the company SOS switched on to safety on on LinkedIn, and and please follow because it it, it is a very good knowledge sharing um, platform. Yeah. Um, and we've got the obligatory website as well, which um, identifies all the things that we do because we also provide products as well. So. What, you know, one of my passions is in saving lives, so we do do um, defibrillators as well. Yep. It's not just, it's not just yep. about setting up the systems and, yep. and and measuring them to keep it, but we also are into saving lives too. Beautiful. Okay, Guy, well, thanks very much for coming on the show today. And remember, if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to like us and uh, share it with some colleagues or friends. 